2: WJBR
3: Internet radio for the inquisitive mind
2: and the sophisticated ear.
3: terez on the microphone music politics are just chatting it up crunching the You see that's what's up you never know who might run through legendary artists or someone brand new you miss a lot when you miss one day at least that's what i heard somebody say but it doesn't really matter what whoever says it's always a good show with japan
4: to red yeah Bunch in the business with your
3: bonnet to rest yeah Who we got
2: today or what we doing today or whatever it is it's gonna be good. Woo! Mm. i love you all so much
4: oh just
0: god. first thing that- adam
3: and eve we can see you now i know and thank god yeah. that's generally the response we get from everybody but we keep it clean
2: Ooh, love like this is for. Mmm. Ooh. Oh. I. Hey, hey. Yeah. Now that we have come to be a brand new life. I can see, never thought you'd be a special part of me. <laughs> the reasons are because of you, I can go on and make it through, I can't even change my mind off of loving you. And I just wanna say, I never knew there (laughs) was a love like this before. Love like this before, no. Never had someone to show me a love, love like this before. know you can't see all the things you mean to me I'm so amazed that you are mine yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah if we can
2: work together maybe this will last forever this is something that I wanna so baby, try to understand. this way. I'll be crazy, 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 a- 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 i like the crazy, you walk I never knew there was a love like this. Love like this before. I never had someone to show me love. A love like this. before I never knew there was a love like this before. I never knew. Love like this before, never knew I, never knew I, never knew I. love like this before. Never, knew I, never knew, never knew, never knew, I, never knew I. like this never knew never knew knew never Never knew I, never knew I, never knew love like this before I never knew there was a love like this before, a like this before. Never had someone to show me a love There was a love
0: like this before,
2: love like this before, no, never had someone to show me love, love like this before, I never knew there was a love like this before, never had someone to show me love.
3: A love like this before. Hey, Resi Pooh, how
1: it do? Hey, what's going on with this? Hold on, let me try this again. you
2: just—you so dark.
3: <coughs> How's everybody? Hey, Pop? Poppy Chulo? Chulo! Are you doing what you do on every Saturday morning? Hi, everybody. Welcome to WJBR Internet Radio Brunch. In the basement with Javon and Therese. I pray everybody is doing well. So what's going on with you, Resi Poo? How you doing? Oh, happy
1: Saturday, good people. Hi, Miss Gretson. How are ya? Uh I'm good. I'm really good actually. Just chilling this morning, looking like a little bit of a care bear. But you know <laughs> sometimes sometimes we like that. We like that. Yeah, yeah. The hair is just like So I was reading my stuff.
3: And how are you
1: this morning?
3: You know, I'm hanging in there. So speaking of uh, Care Bear, I have decided to just let my hair grow wild, as wild as I can tolerate it, Um, because I do it so often that it is starting to thin. And if you know, you know, I, I historically have had very thick hair always, and it's starting to thin out in the top and that's from the constant twisting twisting you know what's twisting, funny
1: um you know it's funny there uh, i was talking to this young lady who um you know she does uh restoration mm-hmm. and repair and you know all the stuff with with hair and locks and stuff like that and well, I, this part of the conversation I wasn't engaged in, but I, this is what made me connect to the conversation because she was saying that, you know, um, she asked me how, how often I get my hair twisted. And I said, twisting my hair is not something I, I, I focus on often, you know, um, to do. Uh, getting it cleaned and, you know, and, and, and conditioned and, you know, and, and uh, steamed open and steaming open the, the shaft themselves is more of what I focus on, but I don't, it appears that I twist my hair, but I don't a lot, you know, um, there, are, there are a lot of folks that are treating locks and twisting them and using the wrong gel and twisting them on a regular basis. And they are popping off because you're not supposed to, supposed to do that you know um their roots are just supposed to do what they do you know right, right. and the heavier they are like you have very thick you know beautiful hair thank and you and the heavier they are you know um the more prone they are to you know thinning um those little tiny 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 locks
2: yeah
3: yeah my my locks have always been thick and now they're starting to be thin and so therefore we're just gonna and you know, I've been watching it since um I decided to let it grow out. Um, I used to be adamantly against um dyeing my hair. However, I don't like the look of when it's all grey, you know? Um so I I started dyeing it. And I do prefer the look of when it's black, jet black. Um
1: That's the color you dye it, Jet Black?
3: Yeah. So, um, but now I'm just going to let it gray out for a while. Ooh. Yeah. Nice and smoky. Yeah, I'm going to let it do what it do for a little bit. I love gray locks and salt
1: and pepper joints. Yeah,
3: Yeah. it's just, it just doesn't, it's just not my, I just don't dig it on me. It just doesn't, I don't look like me. And maybe it's a new me that I need to grow to, like, I don't know. But anyway, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm not stressing that right now. You know what I'm saying? I'm just going to let it do what it do for a minute. And, you know, that's about the size of it. That's about the size of it. Good morning, Sandra. Yes, Miss Gretchen. Sandra. How y'all doing? Pray y'all well. Um, So, you boy, you know, I know I don't want to jump right into this, but, you know, before I usually come
1: on, you know, in the morning. I do my morning regimen, you know, whether that's my tea or my today it's my Seamoss, um mm. uh, blend. And <clears throat> I saw my friend Athena, who is um Athena. Ooh, yeah.
2: Yes. Or yeah.
1: AKA militant midget. Love yeah. it. She um she had this picture that she posted of Mickey Mouse with his middle finger up. <laughs> yeah. So, and I immediately connected into, because I I remember why that was, but I needed to go to see if there were any updates on on what's going on over there, because, you know. You're talking about um,
3: DeSantis?
1: That mofo. He just needs to, you know, it, it, it baffles me how much time and attention people did not get as children, that when they become adults, they require so damn much from so many and he is a perfect example of that you know it, it is i just wish he find peace with himself because he is just all over the place and just in every area that ain't got nothing to do with him get you some business of your own just answers
2: yeah
3: at this at this point though he is the front running contender um him and the former guy um, for 2024 on the Republican side. It's the two of them that are the forerunners at this point, anyway.
1: I don't even know this kooky thing about it. They haven't even finished with the the. Uh, have they finished? We asked the question. What is what happened? <laughs> like, thank
3: you for making me laugh. Though I needed that where,
1: where yeah. are we with the with the 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 one? I started to call it a resurrection. Where are insurrection?
3: We, insur- yes. I am you know, so glad I, you I'm so glad you asked.
1: I'm where so are gla- we
3: with that? I'm so glad you and, asked. And, that. So with so many people g- being coming out as liars and see Yeah, it's a, it's a big it's a big, big deal. Um so if I had to criticize Joe Biden the first and the biggest thing that I would I you frame that If I had to. Uh-huh. Which apparently right now in this moment I choose to. Right. <laughs> Good morning, Lavon, darling. Jeez. I have to tell y'all, I just need love right now. I just need I just need to feel y'all's love and And that's all I'm going to say about that, but um if i had to, the biggest the biggest error I think he made mm-hmm. was choosing Merrick garland for um the the attorney general um, until proven do you think so? uh, until do you proven think so? until proven otherwise, that's because he's not he's not um, moving fast enough for me to prosecute the people that we know were behind it, the, the, everything that's coming out, he already knew, he, he knows all of this. This is, come on. son. we, we know that you know everything there is to know at this point, you have enough evidence, you have enough of everything, prosecute these motherfuckers and do it, do it publicly. It's time to, It's time to address it. Now, one of the things that um, the former guy did, um, the former Attorney General Barr, was acting as the personal lawyer for the former guy, which is inappropriate. It's 100% inappropriate. The Attorney General of the United States serves the people and not the executive branch, does not serve the, the president. And so... Even Biden himself um has privately but it got leaked on purpose, I think um that he is frustrated with the slow movement of the current attorney general, and for that, I say, well, then sit his ass down go have a sit down with um Letitia james hmm. or val demings or hmm. or any Eric, anybody, who, um, the the previous. Oh. No, I wasn't oh. talking about Eric Adams. Please, no, the previous um, um, attorney general, any any of the previous attorney generals who was not the last attorney general, and have them, you know, like real people who who don't have the agenda of flipping this country into some kind of autocracy or, or, you know, whatever the fuck they want it to be, um, you know, somebody who believes in the Constitution and the, and the law oh. to, to actually fucking do what it says that, we're suppo- that they're supposed to do which is prosecuting insurrectionist motherfucker, which is supposed to lock up seditionists. And, actually, I think it says somewhere to behead the motherfuckers. I'm sorry. This is just my opinion. Where's Pop's disclaimer? Because, you know, I, I really don't um, have have it within me to restrain my tongue right now too much. However, with all of that being said, and, and that's that's why I think I think that he chose Merrick Garland because of his history, his, his, um, Soft. no, not because of him being soft. He's, he has a reputation of being a, a prudent, judicial, honest, you know, um, weighing the facts and looking at everything and being, you know. You
1: know, it always it's always it always amuses me how many how, how heavy and how long the facts are when it pertains to
3: um, right. So in this our mayonnaise, uh, colored yeah. Damn. In in this instance, he is acting like an old fucking man, which is what he is. Period you you look like an old man you act like an old man guess what you're an old man sit your old I, ass down and let's get somebody one. who who's proactive busy and and out and that would be my one um criticism now since we're on this topic and the reason why I'm pushing through it is because you know um even though I have been completely and for those of you who watch on Wednesday nights, I am so sorry. Who those of you who listen on Wednesday nights, I'm so sorry. I I was um experiencing some personal stuff and what I did was I paint Wednesday on
1: Thursday.
3: Yeah, I prepared a show for Wednesday night, but I was not you know, um on point and it it popped up on Thursday. And I wasn't I wasn't even paying attention on Wednesday. I couldn't. I was doing too much. I was doing personal shit. So, um, you know, for anybody that got frazzled, like, what the fuck is going on? What are they doing? That was all on me, my bad, okay? But love y'all and, and was thinking about y'all and tried to have you entertained at least for an hour at some point. Um, however, this morning... I did take the time to – LaVon B. says, I understand, Javon. The Capitol building is federal ground. Breach was supposed to have been met with immediate and lethal – amen, go right there. Had that been a military base, the perpetrators would be dead. Now, at that time – Is it an equivalent? Yes. And at that that time, like when it happened, um, the former guy was still in charge so hmm. and chose not to do anything however after hmm. you know once once the new guy took over and and the attorney general is is um investigating to prosecute this shit should have been this shit should be like this is no this will not be tolerated i don't give a shit who you are you know this is you know what pop say pop said our democracy is sleepwalking towards catastrophe it is the task of the house select committee investigating the January 6th capital attack it is their task and the cool attempt it was part of to awaken us all to the dangers confronting our republic um pop I agree LaVon agree, I believe we all agree, and I believe that the House Select Committee is doing their job. I'm talking about the DOJ. The House Select Committee is bringing it all out there. Now, recently, um, and they're very upset, the Republicans are very upset with Liz Cheney, who her policies I don't necessarily agree with. However, on this thing, I 100% stand by her. She's showing more guts and balls than anybody. And, and, you guts and balls. yeah, you know, like she's like, and, and guess what? She didn't leak um, the, the speak, the minority leaders <laughs> lies. <laughs> she's not the one that leaked it. You know how I know because she's bold as fuck. And she's like, no, this is what happened. And y'all some insurrectionist bastards and no. So she didn't have to leak it. So but I'm, now I'm just trying to figure out
1: I'm just trying to figure out how the hell is somebody a front runner with somebody else when you are currently on trial are you not you are currently being investigated are you not and then it it we all know it's a laughing stock because when it comes down to the folk it just it just doesn't go the same way you know um and and it's just very bizarre to me how we accept the idea that he's running for anything now the what was the gentleman's name? I forget um, what is he on trial for He should be on trial isn't he yeah. being isn't he being um investigated by I James think
3: by who James Tish is investigating him Oh, you're talking about the the former guy yeah, the former guy, yes. Yeah, but he hasn't been convicted of anything yet. No, not convicted. But, but while you're was... being investigated, you can you can run for anything. You, I could be, you could be investigated. But if you're not convicted, you can even be indicted, and still so right. you can be indicted. And an indictment means that there's enough information that we think you you could go to trial for this. That's yeah. all that means. So, but here's the thing.
1: How does I think the rules around when enough is enough need to be established? Because you were impeached, right? You did get one of those.
3: How is it that he got two? He was impeached twice. Okay. So how is he able to run again? There's no rule saying that an impeached,
2: an impeached,
3: um, yeah. So yeah. But the thing (laughs) is, anybody can run for anything. The question is. No. The, the 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 big question cuz cuz running just means I'm asking you to vote for me. How many people are going to vote? You need a certain amount of votes to be put on the ballot. Now, there are some states that based on his impeachments, he will not be on the ballots in those states. He's eliminated from that. However, you could run for president right now. Anybody could run for president, and and people – it's up to the people to vote for you. Now, what what, million – one million people are going to vote for you versus what one million people are going to vote for him? We got a lot of – we got over a million dummies in this country. Exactly. That is – therein lies. The, that's the answer to your question. It's not – what they do, it's what the dumbasses that vote for them allow them to do and put them of, in office.
1: I'm going to go out of the limb here and say this, that, the, that these rules around what you can do in impeachment that all apply to the presidency of the United States were built for white men because they've never, ever considered a black man ever
3: be Every piece of president. every law, so of everything. It's, it's so
1: loose and how things are determined. I mean, this is looser than a, than a, a regular job. But anybody you
3: know? can run for anything. I could run for Miss America, but how many people are going to vote for me? Listen, if you work at White Castles and you get fired for doing anything, you're not coming back in the corporation. It's just that simple. Yeah, but, but that's, because, that's, simple. that's because of the people who make the decision to rehire you. So the people who make the decision to rehire the former guy are people like you and me and the people that live in Georgia, the people that live in Florida, the people that live in Tennessee, the people that live all over the place. It's us who make the decision as to whether or not he will run successfully. The question is. No,
1: No, 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 no. We skipped a piece in there. I get what you're saying. That's on the end. But in the middle of that, they're 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 in in terms of the governance of the improprieties right and like i, I use white castle as an example because if you do something crazy you know they're like would you hire this candidate again no
2: but so it's not up them?
3: to the government to, no,
2: to no, no. elect the saying,
3: president yeah no
1: the government doesn't select the president but there has to be some standardized rules that if you get in there and twist your back out you know, like, for example, when Nixon did his craziness.
3: Had he been, right. had he, okay, so there is something for that. What but, is the, there? but the Republicans, <laughs> this, is, this is what I'm saying. This is, this is what I'm saying. He was impeached twice. However, he was not removed. The Republicans refused to remove him. So if he had been impeached and convicted removed then he could not serve as president again okay so what is it going to take for him to be convicted now he can't be convicted on those things that he that, that those trials have already passed and wait, that, was, that was that was determined somebody else got caught lying no 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 wait 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 okay let's let's slow down let's let's back up so the first thing he was impeached for all right this is during his presidency right he was still the one right during that time the my the the majority of the people in the senate were republicans yes okay the democrats in the house of representatives and some republicans i think maybe maybe a couple in the house of representatives who acts as like, um, uh, what's the jury that 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 lasts a long time? You have to go to jury duty for three for thirty days.
2: Mm-hmm. That's
3: um. Anyway, they they let you know if there's enough to indict, <laughs> right? The the in in our judicial system, you go to jury duty. It's what is it called? God damn, Tom, can you help me out?
1: When Somebody, you go to jury duty? Sequester? What are you, hey, no,
3: ma'am. I'm talking about the type of jury. Grand jury? Right. Okay, there you go. Thank you, thank you. Okay, so during the first impeachment trial, okay, impeachment, the, 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 the House of Representatives acts as the grand jury. The grand jury, what the grand jury does is say whether or not there's enough for you to go – there's enough evidence for you to go to court to be – to figure out whether you should be convicted or not, right? So, so the grand jury – and this was over the issue of the Ukraine – him and the quid pro quo. Remember, if you do this for me, I'll do this for you. Find some fake news on Joe Biden's son. And then I'll, I'll give you some weapons. I'll help you. I'll give you what the government has already promised you. I will release the check that is already yours. That should have been signed, which I had no right to hold anyway. <laughs> you know, I'm just, i if you do this for me, I'll, I'll, I'll stop making my people hold on to your shit. So, the 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 House of Representatives looked at all the evidence against him and said, "Hell yeah, there's enough to impeach and remove this president." So, the jury, so so just like a grand jury passes that information on to the jury, the 12 jurors that sit and listen at the trial, right? Right? So the House of Representatives passed it on to the Senate. The Senate is then the jury at that time the republicans held the majority in the senate they didn't even want a trial they were like no let the voters do it no wait till the next election we're not doing nothing and you know everybody was like no there needs to be a trial all this evidence needs to be put out there so they put the evidence out there The the Democrats were saying this is you know what he did this is terrible this goes against our country and he needs to be impeached and removed and the Republicans said yeah he did it but we're not gonna we're not going to indict him we're gonna let him stay and Mm -hmm. let's see what let's see what the people say in November when election time comes it's what happened. The Republicans refused to impeach and remove him. Had they done that, he could not run again. That's the first trial. The second trial was over the the insurrection. So the Democrats tried to make it that. so that go. he got in, he got he got impeached again by the Democrats. The Democrats said he did enough look, this is an insurrection. Period. The Republicans Still had the minority, the majority at the time, and said, "Well, he's he's going to be gone now. The, the the you know, there's no need to do that. Just let him go." The republic because they were in the majority. This is why those those off season elections I hmm. like to call them are so important. Who's in the House? Who's in the Senate? Who's you know? This is why this election coming up is so freaking important because. If the Republicans win the Senate, all of this talk about first of all the January 6th House committee is going to go away because the Republicans don't want it. So if they have the House, if they have the Senate majority, that's going away. They already said it.
1: I feel like the red coats was coming.
3: So, so this is that. Um, they refused to do it. Had they done it. Even though behind closed doors they were talking about it, which you heard in the, the leaked stuff, they were talking about making it seem like he's no. They, they they know they know what the fuck they're doing. This is intentional. This is they they got some crazy scheme and and guess what? They trying to put us back at the back of the bus, if not back in the cotton field. They not work, but that that's what they're aiming at, and what. And forward. if we do not stand together and vote their asses out, it's going to be a hell of a fight. It's going to be bloody. So, so, so there's that. So now, let me see if I can share. I, I you know, I'm a little, I'm, I'm a little. Just, I'm just everybody, just know I'm a little disabled right now. But go
1: ahead. What were you going to say? There's a few things that I think are really bizarre when it comes down to. The way our current um, leader is um, showing up with regard to the voting rights laws, you know, um, what, is being hap- what is happening in states that um, there's a large population of people of color, how they are separating and, and, and uh, getting rid of, even in some cases, And then the laws they have uh, in the individual municipalities about what you can do in those lines and, you know, passing of the water and whatever else they wrap around to make it that much more difficult for people to get to the polls. Um, And I'm hearing something very recently about not being able to bus to the polls, which is interesting. So meaning, you know, you can't charter a bus for people that live in the rural areas to get to the closest polling site for them can't do that
3: yeah so you know let, let me just uh, let me just say that um they have they, they don't want people to vote the republicans don't want people to vote because they know they would lose they're not running on any uh, real agenda and they are intentionally stopping people vo- from voting from being able to vote from having access to the polls um they are doing it intentionally they're doing it in real time and you know if your vote was not important they wouldn't be fighting so hard to keep it from you all right let me let me just show you this now this is this is the first republican That is actually being held accountable by her state. The voters in Georgia are suing Marjorie Taylor Greene to stop her because of her role in the insurrection. And this is the first person, the first Republican um, lawmaker on trial. How is she on trial and he's not? what the because it's it's first of all they have to I, I I can't answer for what the DOJ is doing that has to come from the DOJ this is one particular state and as you see they uh, according to what they're saying they started with the with the people on the street and they're moving up the line now to the lawmakers so this is where they are now and then he's the the top so it's almost like Think of a mafia ring. You get all the runners first to squeal, to squeal, to squeal to get all of the evidence for on the top people. You get the consigliere to squeal, and then eventually you get the head boss. Whatever. I, you know, I, you you you're, uh, you're clearly the brighter
1: of the the whole, and I love listening to you break down anything political because you know you you are. Uh, completely and even though you take pregnant pauses you can break this down with the best of them i am i am i am more of a um logical uh person in this and it's like and i just and i just look at the the inconsistent holes and and rhetoric that is tossed about now here you have a state being able to bring someone to trial as reasonably so but let's just go back for a second. We are talking about the fucking capital that is wired for sound and cameras all over the place. They watch people breaking into bathrooms, kitchens, doorways, hallways, the whole nine. They've got people on. I just want to revisit just for a second. Yeah, people on the camera not only saying, hi, I'm Marjorie from such-and-such such in Illinois, and yes. yeah. Is- I'm Elizabeth
3: well,
1: from Montana.
3: We're storming
1: the Capitol. Listen, yeah, telling you what we're yep. doing, you're catching people in airports. I'm trying to figure out what more is needed when white folks go mad. You understand? Because then it's like then all this due process that nobody color in this country experiences is levied, right? But you have them admitting, you have literally watched them do it, and then you're going to say, oh, we we, we can't find them. This is the longest witch hunt at the country's expense that I've ever, ever seen. It's not a witch hunt. The moment we rally and get together, you have every, every, uh, what do you call it, every uh, branch of the military out there when we're doing peaceful protests. Nobody's storming nothing. And you got every single, from the National Guard on down, standing out there protecting the, 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 the land. But yet he elected not to protect the land. He's still calling shots. Like, he didn't want the Capitol protected because he had a bigger agenda about, his' vice president at that point. again, you protect it against some and not against others. And it's a serious slap to the face, and then they want us to and again, it's with these rules, like, in a minute, folks are going to get tired because I believe we're already sick, you know, between it has been a back-to-back-to-back situation with racism crazy politics, a a man-made disease. The country is at poverty and inflation, and they just need to give it up at this point. But you got some mentalities that rather blow it up before they just walk out gracefully. Yes, nonsensical nastiness. I agree.
3: I feel like you know it to me the the answer is relatively simple at this point only because
2: mm.
3: there's this versus that right now only because I mean ordinarily and let me let me just be clear again because there are some people who think that I'm a democrat and so I and thusly I speak this way I wouldn't give a fuck who <laughs> was storming the Capitol. And if it was black people, I'd be so fucking embarrassed. Think about the March on Washington with, headed by Martin Luther King. March on Washington, and then look at the white folks March on Washington. Okay? That's it right there. That's all the fuck I got to say about that. I wouldn't give a fuck, a flying fuck, if it was independence, if it was fucking people from Mars or people from my family. My family decided, oh, the Armstrongs are going to go and storm the Capitol. I'd be like, you motherfuckers must be out of your mind. This is not <laughs> the what we do.
1: Information or opinions expressed during Brunch in the Basement series are solely those of the individual involved, and not necessarily represent those of WJBR internet radio.
3: <laughs> so I want to be clear
2: Sorry.
3: that it's not because <laughs> They are Republicans. And I'm getting so sick and... Th- That's the shit I'm getting sick and tired of. But...
1: You've agreed with some Republicans Oh, before.
3: absolutely. I, absolutely. They're, look, I just gave um, Liz Cheney a shout-out, of all people. You stand up for what you believe She's really in. really a Republican, though. Yes, yeah, she absolutely is. Her father mm-hmm. is Dick Cheney. And, and she... her, Her... Yeah. All of her policies have been, you know, let's tax the poor and you know, no taxes for the rich and you know, I don't agree with that. So, you know, she has that conservative view. She does. She's a conservative.
2: I think she's yeah, a lesbian. Definitely conservative.
3: Yeah. I'm not That's I'm not that. conservative. I'm very liberal. I, I get that. In in some things and then there are some things that I'm, I can I, I can be considered a, a liberal. i mean a conservative. You know what I'm saying? I, I you know I just believe that I believe what the fuck I believe. It's none, nobody's business what I believe, except that he shouldn't be running. I just don't yeah. understand how this man is running after all Well, you know what? I I feel like this. He he should be in jail. However, he's not, and anybody who's not in jail can run. Anybody can run. Anybody, You could be convicted for, for whatever it is you were convicted for and run. It don't mean that you're going to win. The question is, he shouldn't be allowed on the ballot. Well, only the people can put him there. Only the people can put him there. And that's why it's so important that the people go out and vote. How you doing, Melody Melody, sorry. No. So I wish I wish there were more people like this. Let me I I was gonna show the Marjorie Taylor Green, but why why fucking show that? She stood up there and everything they asked everything they asked her was I don't recall. I never said that. Wait, we have you on tape. Oh wait, yeah, I said that but uh I don't recall. I don't recall. I don't recall. No, I don't believe. I don't think. I don't remember. I don't remember, right? There are some dumb motherfuckers following after somebody who can't stand up for what they believe in. If you believe that Biden didn't win the election and that the country should have been overthrown or whatever, then stand up and fucking say it in court. That's right, I believe it. I believe it. It's the truth. That's what I believe. Be bold, bitch. Like you bold on Twitter. Be bold in court. Tell the judge. Tell the jury. That's right, motherfuckers. I said it. You want to see it? Run the tape, it, because I said it and I'll say it again. Now, you know that that is... Let me. Well, you. guess I, what? I Stand up for what you believe I... in. Why would you vote for somebody who knows that what they're doing is so fucking illegal that they can't say it in court, but they want you to act on it. And your dumb ass goes to the Capitol and, and acts on it.
4: Y'all yep. can quote
3: me on this. What the hell is wrong with you? Not you, yep. but y'all who are running to the Capitol doing stuff that people who are telling you to do it are saying, I don't recall saying I did saying it. I don't recall telling people to do it. So they're throwing your ass under the bus. That went I know, right but, but but they're throwing the people who are executing their plans under the bus every time they say, I don't recall. I didn't yes. say it. I don't, yes. We never had that. I don't remember being in that meeting. So Polly
1: Jane, if you're home in your bed listening to this radio broadcast right now and you ran out there on a we're taking over the government when you're go- and you said because the government led you to do it, They're sitting at home saying, no, they didn't. So what do you think about that? Real simple.
3: Be bold, bitch. Be bold.
1: Yeah. And here's the other piece, too. What happened? And maybe I'm from a different school. I don't know. But if I said something, I'm going to stand by what I said. I said what I said. I because I, I said. believe
3: what I said. And I'm... here's the thing. And, and and yes,
1: because I either believe what I said or here's the reason why I said it. Context is key. You understand? Context is key. I never, ever been a person that if even if it was fucked up now, fucked up, this has been since a kid, even if it was fucked up and I said something. I'm not going to say, oh, no, no, I didn't say that. Oh, no, 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 I didn't. I'm going to say, yes, yeah, that it may not have been the best thing, but I fucking said it.
3: You know yeah. what? I say what I say, and then I drop the mic and I bounce. You heard it. I said it. No, I don't regret it because I believe what I say in the moment. Now, I could say some shit that turns out not to be true. But when I said it, I didn't know it was not true. I'm not gonna boldface lie. It's gonna, you know what I'm saying? Like, if if you say, I don't know, um, Yo Jay, did you say it was gonna rain today? Or let's make it better still. Yo Jay, did you did you create a, a show for Wednesday? Yeah, I created a show for Wednesday.
2: Then Wednesday it? comes.
3: There's no show. Yo, Jay. I thought you said you created the show. I did, but I fucked up. I made it for Thursday instead of Wednesday. My bad. You know what I'm saying? And I'm the I'm going to be the first that's one. An addendum. That's an addendum. Yeah, but but you don't. But but nobody has to make an excuse for me. I'm gonna right. be the first one to say why I said it, what I did. You know what I mean? What I was thinking in the moment. But,
1: but that's what I'm talking about. Like we got a whole bunch of people now just doing fuckery, and it's like. You know, and at the end of the day, it's either you got a choice, either you go at all of them or you just sit home and you just watch and you shake your damn head because it's, an, it, it, it's such an illusion, you know, and I don't understand, um, nor do I want to associate, you know, publicly anybody that can't stand on their word or anybody that like, listen, if I said it, I'll say it again and I'll add to it before I take it back yes but but I'm also not above an apology, you know yeah. what i mean because you know and again it's it's a really about context and perspective
2: exactly.
1: if I said, if i and you know and for me because i'm I'm probably a person that can you know it, there's a there's a lot to understand about um individuals, and I'll share this this piece here, like I've always been one to play with my own blocks, you know like I could sit quietly in a corner and read a book you know i didn't I don't require a lot of uh fanfare and attention and all that stuff and to be always stimulated like I really like to be in solitude right so when you when you couple that you know i mean being alone with my thoughts is part of that you know so if i'm gonna say something, please understand there's something motivating that thought, you know. There comes the perspective, or the whatever the motivation, whatever you want to call it. Exactly. At the end of the day, if you, if I go as far as to think about it, and I'm going to say something, I'm not going to say, oh, 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 no, I didn't say that.
3: No. Right. And, and sometimes people misunderstand and twist what you said. Now. Well. That's, well,
1: that okay. Now listen.
3: Yeah, because there have been clear, times I'm, that I have been misquoted.
4: Oh, and, of
1: course, that's, but that's what people that are, are
3: committed
1: to misunderstanding you, you understand? Yeah, that's so, true, So, you know, when people are committed to misunderstanding you, there's nothing you, you can do about that. that. Oh, yeah, that's the story of my life, you know, because when people disagree, you know, and sometimes when people lack the capacity to have a conversation, you know, lack the capacity to have a conversation about it, they think they view everything as an argument. And it's not. It's just somebody with an opposing view. That feel strongly in their point of view, and that's it. Or somebody that shed light on something that may you
3: may not have considered. Exactly. You know? Let me. You know, it shatters
1: worlds for people. It's really bizarre.
3: Here's somebody else who said what they said, and I want to share it with everybody because I would like to actually hear more of this. I had never heard from this person, or never paid any attention, never knew who this person was previously. But I am going to begin. Now, I cannot cannot endorse this person, don't know what they've done in the past, don't know what they'll do in the future. I'm going to do more looking up to find out who they are and what they're doing because what we need to do is we need to support people who make some kind of sense.
1: just boiling it
3: out now yeah i don't care and but, but yeah but but right now right now and and the reason the reason why it there needs to be a d in front of their name is so that the democrats can have more power is the more democrats then the more they get to make the decisions So even, unfortunately, right now, if there's a Republican that is making some kind of sense, I couldn't vote for them because I don't want to give the Republicans a majority so that Mitch McConnell is the majority of the Senate, the majority leader. Or this guy that's on tape lying becomes the House of Representatives, the leader of the House. So now... As far as I'm concerned, and I never vote like this. I'm not one that just goes D all the way down. You know what I'm saying? But now I have to because I cannot allow the, the Republicans to have the majority. So unfortunately, if you're a Republican that's making sense, I can't, I can't even vote for your ass. Mm. I can't do it because I can't give them the majority. I have to be just strategic. So now. I'm sorry. um, I love that. Yeah, I like that too. Um, Pop said, I will say it and I will tell you why I said it too on my end about a situation or about them. Because come to me, the source, and here. I agree with that too. Talk to me. Same. LeVon says, if I'm wrong, I'll own up. But I don't take back chat. I like it. Also. People who can't be called on their shit without lying, becoming a victim, or having a tantrum can't sit at my table. Ooh. I'm telling you, and, and Marjorie Taylor Greene is doing all of that shit, all of that. Um, family, friends, Moses, doesn't matter. Accountability and integrity is very important to me as an adult. I agree.
2: No.
3: Um, before we do mm. that, Pop, I, I will do that, but I just want to get this out. Um, I want to share this woman. Who this woman because I'm I'm gonna be paying her attention only because I I like what she said. Um let's see if what she said is who she is, because we know that politicians sometimes say things and then we find out that's not who they are. But um I like this sentiment. So hold on a second, let me get it.
1: Shout out to Disney. (laughs)
3: <laughs> oh, Jesus. There we go. How did... Stand strong, Disney. Absolutely. Hold on. How we? Chrome tab. There we go. Here we go.
0: Okay, gotcha. Can y'all see that? Mm-hmm. I didn't expect to wake up yesterday to the news that the senator from the 22nd district had overnight accused me by name of grooming and sexualizing children in an email fundraising for herself. So I sat on it for a while wondering why me. And then I realized, because I am the biggest threat to your hollow, hateful Because you can't claim that you are targeting marginalized kids in the name of, quote, parental rights if another parent is standing up to say no. So then what? Then you dehumanize and marginalize me. You say that I'm one of them. You say she's a groomer. She supports pedophilia. She wants children to believe that they were responsible for slavery and to feel bad about themselves because they're white. Well, here's a little bit of background about who I really am. Growing up, my family was very active in our church. I sang in the choir. My mom taught CCD. One day, our priest called a meeting with my mom and told her that she was not living up to the church's expectations and that she was disappointing. My mom asked why. Among other reasons, she was told it was because she was divorced and because the priest didn't see her at Mass every Sunday. So where was my mom on Sundays? She was at the soup kitchen with me. My mom taught me at a very young age that Christianity and faith was about being part of a community, about recognizing our privilege and blessings and doing what we can to be of service to others, especially people who are marginalized, targeted, and who had less. Often unfairly, I learned that service was far more important than performative nonsense like being seen in the same pew every Sunday or writing Christian in your Twitter bio and using that as a shield to target and marginalize already marginalized people. I also stand on the shoulders of people like Father Ted Hesburgh, the longtime president of the University of Notre Dame, who was active in the civil rights movement, who recognized his power and privilege as a white man, a faith leader, and the head of an influential and well-respected institution and who saw black people in this country being targeted and discriminated against and beaten and reached out to lock arms with Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. when he was alive, when it was unpopular and risky and marching alongside them to say, we've got you, to offer protection and service and allyship to try to right the wrongs and fix injustice in the world. So who am I? I am a straight, white, Christian, married, suburban mom who knows that the very notion that learning about slavery or redlining or systemic racism somehow means that children are being taught to feel bad or hate themselves because they are white is absolute nonsense. No child alive today is responsible for slavery. No one in this room is responsible for slavery. But each and every single one of us bears responsibility for writing the next chapter of history. Each and every single one of us decides what happens next and how we respond to history and the world around us. We are not responsible for the past. We also cannot change the past. We can't pretend that it didn't happen or deny people their very right to exist. I am a straight, white, Christian, married, suburban mom. I want my daughter to know that she is loved supported, and seen for whoever she becomes. I want her to be curious, empathetic, and kind. People who are different are not the reason that our roads are in bad shape after decades of disinvestment, or the, that healthcare costs are too high, or that teachers are leaving the profession. I want every child in this state to feel seen, heard, and supported, not marginalized and targeted because they are not straight, white, and Christian. We cannot let hateful people tell you otherwise to scapegoat and deflect from the fact that they are not doing anything to fix the real issues that impact people's lives. And I know that hate will only win if people like me stand by and let it happen. So I want to be very clear right now. Call me whatever you want. I hope you brought in a few dollars. I hope it made you sleep good last night. I know who I am. I know what faith and service means and what it calls for in this moment. We will not let hate win.
3: We need more of that.
2: Yeah.
3: And, Mm. uh, yeah. Listening to WJBR Internet Radio. Brunch in the basement with Javon and Therese. Yeah, I think Hello. I think we needed a little something. Yeah, you digging the crates for those? Yeah, a little something. A go. Right? Yeah, yeah, you know every now and then. Well, that was a good baseline. who
1: boots the cow?
3: Mm. Yeah, man, right? What with that funk into Jamaica with Mariah on top. Mmm, mmm, go On the bottom, what?
1: yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, I remember um when "Shake Your Ass" first came out. I used to lose my mind just the intro, ding, 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 ding. Oh, but you know, when you when you drill down <laughs> to the actual lyrics,
3: exactly,
1: man. But that track was thumping, though.
3: Exactly, exactly. You know what other songs... It pains me that I love it so much because oh, no. you know I am so anti trafficking. hmm Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So the but the lyrics so the lyrics drive me crazy, but the rhythm, the beat, the vocals, the arrangement of you owe me? Owe oh, me? Owe oh, me. Um I think that's the name of the damn song. Maybe I'm confused in this moment. Uh, again, today is 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 a crazy feels day for me. Maybe that's not your know I got is. a
1: bad bitch in my penthouse right now. She got on a poochie gown ready to get... What?
3: What? Who's that? I
1: think... I want to think she's... I want to think that's a lyric. <laughs> Of oh, what? Oh my. Yes. Like see, you know, but that I think that's the point in, in uh that we stress because when you throw a a slamming track and the lyrics get lost.
3: Yeah. You can be yes. dancing
1: to your own demise.
3: <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. Here we go, here we go. You owe me. Oh, real is real. But listen to listen to the real. lyrics. Uh uh.
4: Owe back. Uh.
2: Shorty, shorty, what up? Come on. Shorty, what's your price? What's your price? Just You
4: can hold my ice. Now let's you it more, make something. Yeah, owe me back like you owe your tax. Hold me back like 40 acres to blacks. Pay me back when you shake it
2: like that, girl. your Uh-huh. Just to back it up, you can hold the ice. Now
3: let's pay you more. yeah. Hold me back like you owe your rent. Hold me back like it's money i spent. Pay me back when you shake it
4: again. You all the time with all the shop. That's a stripper song.
3: 100%. It's a stripper song, but there's more to it. There's more to it,
1: other than strippers.
3: There's some trafficking shit up in that song. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: Well, I have to. I have to admit, the track is phenomenal.
2: Banging.
1: I, I have not drilled down into any of the lyrics Me- except for the uh, ones that I know. Yeah,
3: and, you and know. I, you know, because. Uh, I, I I listened to music on the way into work, which we all know that it's a long fucking trip to work. <laughs> and that song is constantly on the playlist. And I was singing this song after a while. I was like, wait a minute, wait that? Well, hold up. Well, hella. That's more than just dance on me. You know what I mean? That, that, yeah, that was a little something. But I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Mm, I have to go back and listen. The, the, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the trafficking stuff. Yeah, there's some, there's some stuff in there. You know. Mm. Today vinyl. is National Record Store
1: Day. What? National Record Store Day. Owners, employees, music lovers gather in the place that created a culture of its own. From vinyl to digital, back to vinyl again, the brick-and-mortar store celebrates a love not just for music, but for the jacket covers, words, and style. Oh yeah, and and shout out to to oh my goodness, what is George's last name? Fuck, um, George. People know him as George, and he's from Chicago, and he has a legacy. He was one of the first black-owned uh, record stores there, and he uh, created quite a following there. George, well, was good to kill me. Um, yeah, hi George giving you a shout out don't remember his last name at the moment and it's going to come to me after the show and I'm going to say it out loud then even though independent record stores have dwindled in the last decade around 1400 still remain in operation in the U.S. there was nothing like a record store where you could actually go and touch and see that's the thing that digital takes it just it's digital's like COVID it, it doesn't you can't connect with it, it it's not friendly it doesn't it separates you. But going to a record store where you could spend hours, it has a certain smell inside record stores. You can go in there, you could spend hours just searching through stuff. You'll run across stuff that you're just like, oh, wait a minute, flipping through with your fingers,
3: you know? Shoo, Yep. Matter of fact, I used to work in the records. Yep. I used to work at Tower Records. Tower Records. On 66th Street, which was... um,
1: Colony Records.
3: Tower Records. It was was crazy. Um, We opened the store. I was like one of the first, you know, when it first, first opened. I was ground floor. The Tower Records at 66th Street, right across the street from, I believe it was CBS. So we had a lot of um, legendary actors, singers, and so forth and so on come through. Um
1: And you can get your sheet music there. Yep. Colony Records, yeah. Colony was one of my favorites, too, because they had incredible sheet music, and you can order from them as well.
3: Yep. Tower
2: was another one.
3: We used to have to DJ in there too. Like, um mm. you had to you had to stock, you had to cashier and you had to run the DJ booth. But it wasn't like you could play whatever you wanted to play. On certain nights it was jazz night. So you had to play um all jazz music, especially especially the newer stuff that came in. I remember that was the year that Sade became popular. So we played a lot Mm. of Sade. Mm. Um, Ah, and speaking of mom and pop, every time I think of record store, I know you're going to say, oh, brother. But I have to say, it reminds me of Shaka Khan. (laughs) Which is the first time I met her face-to-face was in the record shop.
1: Yes, they were very knowledgeable in colony. I still live up in colony. Anytime I was trying to find something that they couldn't get, I'd go up in colony. Now it's gonna cost you, but you can get it. Y'all ever see the documentary "Entire tower records enthralling what me said about the business. I knew for sure that Libra rules. <laughs>
2: okay. No,
1: I haven't seen that. Where can we find that, Miss Gretson? Where can we find that documentary on Tower Records? I'd like to see that, actually.
3: All right. That's where we need that disclaimer pop. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Just
1: hum, they got you, too.
3: (laughs) Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, you're listening to WJBR Internet Radio, Bunch in the Basement with Javon and Therese. Brunch and the basement. The lines are open. Three four seven nine nine six five three nine four. If you want to, to the, call in and uh, be
1: heard. Village records, Village Vanguard records. Mm-hmm. And they had one on uh okay, they had the colony I mean sorry, the um West the Tower on Broadway and uh what was that, West Forth? And they had a few in the East Village too, That you can go get your vinyl. Two. And there's one on what was the one that was on uh down the street from the Pussycat, Pink Pussycat.
2: That was another know. one.
3: Yeah. That was a good one.
2: Mhm.
3: Because they had all the classic stuff. It was like crazy.
1: J and R music. Yeah,
3: they were down near the bridge.
1: Be up there too when you get and you can get your computer or your hard drive stuff from there too. Netflix? Okay, I'm going to look for it. I'm going to look for it. So I want to see that.
3: What you got What you got planned for today, Russ?
1: Well, I'm going to go on down to True Lounge. I've got uh, one errand to do before I go. I'm going to go on down to True Lounge and set up for the good people.
3: What's going on popping down there tonight?
1: Oh, just a lot of love going on in the building. and um, And, of course, the playoffs are on, so you know, come on down, hang out with
3: us. Yeah. Well, to I just give give a special shout to give the address and everything. Oh, lounge. I'm sorry. Give true the Lounge the is address.
1: located at 82-88 Orchard Street in Newark, New Jersey. And that's right next door to Newark Symphony Hall. That's your, your, your landmark. It's downtown Newark. Yes. Right next door to Newark Symphony Hall. 82-88 Orchard Street.
3: Hey, Kimberly, shout out to you, darling.
1: Kimberly, what's popping? Bondies. yes. Yes, 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 Bondies record store. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Good memories, good memories. Ain't nothing like having, you know, I would always try to go to the record store close to when they were closing, only because I didn't want to b- go there early to not have to be carrying what I bought, walking around with it, so I'd go at the end of the the maybe maybe an hour or two before they were closed. Grab stuff and then you know um, in, in my days of commuting, I would stick it in a locker at uh, Penn Station. Remember the lockers at Penn Station?
3: Oh yeah, oh yeah. Yeah.
1: I'd have a whole bunch of records and stuff that I bought for the day just so that I could leave it there and then go about my day because I was a railroad commuter at one point. Hmm.
3: True story. Trying to find my vinyl record um, cartoon thingy. um. Because as you know, I still love my vinyl, I have not gotten rid of it, and I'm still mad about vinyl that was lost along the way. May yeah, you get rid of anything else? Lost along the way? Oh, yeah. I know that
1: story well. And then I, I had a, an a issue at, at one point, and the only thing that survived was the vinyl because I... Oh, nice. Thanks, Pop. Yes, yes, yes. I want to see that, Doc.
3: Thank you. Check that out.
1: The documentary entitled King of Clubs, another gem. Oh, what is King of Clubs about? You know, it's funny because I'm in this, um, this Facebook group uh, for, and it, and it was a question that asked what clubs, and I'll, I'll pose the question to you guys. What clubs do you miss in your local area? Now, If you're a New Yorker, New Jersey, Tri-State, you know, we all share the same same uh jump offs. So what clubs do you miss?
3: You can put your answers in the chat. In the yeah. chat or you can call.
1: Yes. 347-993 nine, 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 5394 nine,
3: five, 5394. I'll write it out. 347 Nine six five three nine four. What clubs do you miss? Hey, what clubs do you miss? I don't miss any at this point. <laughs> I mean, like, I I don't I don't I don't I'm 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 resolved. I don't mean miss in terms behind. of like, want them back now. Just meaning yeah, like oh my something? god, I would go right now. Hell no, I wouldn't go. I I, I can't. I'm, I'm, I'm I need a break from life. Fuck it. But um. My my favorite all time club was Better Days and um I used to love to run through nannies and Garbos and all of those oh. lesbian spots. But one of my favorites <laughs> one of my favorites also was um she said she survived them all. That is funny. Um one of <laughs> well, two of my favorites were Dreams in the Bronx.
2: Hmm.
3: Um, that was a lesbian Joint, um, I used to love that spot. That was definitely a go-to for me. Um, and um, the very first club I used to hang out with was so dope. Um, 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 the Fever.
1: Ah, the Disco Fever.
2: Absolutely.
3: Disco and I'm Fever. assuming
1: it's the one, the first one.
3: Yeah, 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 yeah. The original. Um, it was legendary, still is, I think, um, in terms of the legend of it. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
1: I was, I was in the fever, funny enough, I was in the fever the night they had that big shootout. That was my first and only shootout in the club. And let me tell you something, Hmm. grateful to have survived it and, uh, saw some really, really, saw the really bad side of mankind that particular day.
3: You know, you that's know. funny, I don't recall a shootout.
1: Yeah. Uh there was a shootout. Not not in one, in two. Oh, uh uh-uh. Yeah. Oh, that one. Yeah, in two. Uh it was um awful. Awful, awful, awful. Ah, so true okay okay so the warehouse sound factory bar tracks bentley's octagon and silver shadow whoa
3: i used to like tracks and and the octagon and the warehouse oh my god yeah Yep. yep yeah yep, now that i remember
1: yeah mine uh, my my favorites were of course better days paradise garage 54 i also like the loft uh Um, Nels. Mm. Um, uh, I wasn't. No, let me just stay with what I liked. Um, (laughs) uh, Sweats. You remember Sweats?
3: Oh yeah, I remember the name. I think I was probably. I I do remember going to some place called Sweats. Yeah.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. To go up the steps. Uh, I liked the tunnel too.
3: I kind of remember that too. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the Sound Factory Bar. I love Body and Soul. Yes, you know. Um, And, oh, and I just want to give a shout-out to our brethren, um, Soul and the Horn. I just think uh, Prosper and Natasha do an amazing job curating the
3: experience there. Just want to give a shout-out to them. Can I say that I'm so sick of Facebook? So they... So during the music, uh-oh, I got an echo, hold on. I don't know why. But during the-, the oh, music, We don't hear it. I hear it, it's annoying. During the music piece, mm-hmm. they shut shut me down on Facebook because of something on Sony, right? Some Something I played, that's Sony music. And
1: You're now,
3: they just said that Sony released and gives permission for for me to play it, but you already you already stopped the feed, so you and you're not going to restart the feed. So, what's the point? Right. That's, That's the funny. thing that bothers me. Like, if you want to stop it and say, okay, wait, there it looks like there's an infringement. Let me check with Sony. Let me check to see if you have a license. Let me see if you're allowed to play it. Then you find out that it's cool. Then say, oh, okay, my bad. Let it play. But no, you you shut the whole thing down. That's stupid. And then say, okay, you can play again. You know, like, come on, man. Anyway.
1: Facebook, we are a licensed radio station. Get over yourself. Exactly. dumb dums. Nell, damn it, saw Prince Rock out and wasn't even in the show either. Yes.
2: Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
1: Back in the day, day, and I mean, like, in the 80s, you could go any spot, like, on uh, West Third Street after hours, and see a lot of folks that were in town just doing jam sessions or talking music. Or, but you just had to, you know, you had to have a mask on because it, it was smoky joints. Like it was the, the epitome of that's when you could still smoke inside. Yep. Man, oh man! You want to hear the conversations, the cuss outs, the "Let me take him home before he get himself hurt." <laughs> yeah right like situations and then just people putting together man listen like there was nothing like the blue note and 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 the village uh arthur the village gate uh back in the day anybody would fall up and do that cafe wah yeah yes 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 snells no, yeah luke and Leroy's.
3: <laughs> Luke and Leroy's.
1: Yes, that's hilarious. Remember Kelsey's well, it was called Keller Bar, but, but we called it Kelsey's Bar and Grill.
3: Remember the Keller Bar? Sounds familiar.
1: Pop, you know what the Keller Bar was. And for a long time that property remained abandoned with the gate and it just it just rotted, it felt like. It was right off the West Side Highway off Christopher Street.
2: Hmm.
3: Sounds familiar. I, I kind of remember. I, You know, yeah. my memory.
1: It wasn't nothing like walking up the ramp of the old Paradise Garage and um, surrendering your entire sensibilities to the enhanced sound system for and you know and I, and I you know I want to also um give a special shout out to my bro DJ Beloved too because one thing that he does that is definitely and I'm not going to say old school practice I'm going to say a a necessary practice is he fits his sound to the room And by that, I mean, there are sound people coming in with meters, et cetera, and you're fitting the room with sound. It is not just rolling up and turning it on. When you understand why this is necessary long term for the life of your sound, your club, your whole situation. You understand what that is. You know, sound is a very, you know, you don't want to leave your patrons long-term, particularly if you have to work in an environment where there's music being played all the time. You want to make sure your sound is fitted to the room. And if you have to ask me what that means, the only thing I can tell you is you need to do your homework. You know, you need to do your homework. That's the best way to do it because anybody that is in the art of sound or in the art of music, knows what that means and understands how important that is for the longevity of not only your your personal ear, but the ear for your patrons long term.
3: Sounds like you know? you've been in a, a couple of clubs where the sound was horrible, like the cotton club, which well, I wanted to shoot the sound guy.
1: <laughs> well I will tell you something, what what you know, I, I mean, remember now I'm 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 under the tutelage and the sister of Larry Levant. And he was one of the most, um, I would take it back before that anyway, because I have to give a shout out to um, the first person that taught me how important sound was. His name was Al Steinberger. And he's deceased at this point, but Al Steinberger was our sound man in theater. And I watched him um, calibrate sound in such a way that you got it was, it was more than just EQing because everybody doesn't have an ear, you know, everybody doesn't have an ear. And you have to know pitches. You have to know um, so many different dynamics to be able to create a stable sound system. And, and he taught me acoustics, how to place them, where to place them, how to bounce sound from one side of the theater to the other, you know, how to how to make sure things were uh you know, and also cue sound on on and uh, link them to cues, you know, and how to make sure you can have like a, we would do everything from uh, words to actual like seas and river, like just different things you had to do when you were doing cues in theater. But it wasn't and and I was very technical, but it wasn't until um, uh, Larry got the garage that I understood how some people were just gifted in this area because there's no way like, and, and you've been to the garage, Javon. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. I don't know if you've ever seen one of his infamous, wait a minute, I'll be right back. Or he will throw on a record. That's like maybe (laughs) 13 minutes long, just so he can go grab a ladder and tweak what he didn't hear anymore. Or he'll say, wait a second, a tweeter, something is out over here on the floor. And he would get a ladder and go tweak it on the dance floor while the record was playing, put the ladder away, go back, grab the record, and move to the next. Like, he was a fanatic about it. So he made me understand the importance of, like, when you have club heads or people that come to hear a certain sound, you want to hear every single instrument that that sound produces. Every single instrument, you know. Um, And that's usually when you're working with producers, Too, you know, um, that that either DJ or producers that, you know, understand how important sound is, you know, um, that's why, you know, the difference between placing sound for singers versus placing sounds for music. Two different, two different situations, two different situations. A divine being Larry Levan he was the one that introduced me to house music when I climbed up those stairs to request he played some big daddy Kane and rock he called me yes you won't yes yeah he wasn't um he wasn't a request guy no 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 big daddy Kane and rock he calmly replied you won't yeah yeah that sounds like him <laughs> yeah yeah, often stayed on punishment in the in the booth. Yes, yes, yes. In that, in that here, he gri- he gently he gently explained. Yes,
2: yes,
4: yes.
1: He um that was that was him. He wasn't he wasn't a request guy. Um, uh, he was a vibe guy, early vibe. But um, when you go out of a club or any place where there's music playing loud and your ears are ringing or when it sounds distorted, you know, or oh, when you have a whole lot of bass and your mid range and your and your your highs are, are screwed, or you can't separate the instruments. Eh. And it's not about EQing, although that's a part of it. You know, when I ask you what your spillage is and you can't tell me. Hmm, then I don't know what I'm responsible for outside of that interesting
3: yeah every every dj has their own i i would suspect their own way of um monitoring sound i mean you should anyway um it also ba- is based on the equipment that you have available to you and um what you understand about sound but i think it should be easier now with all the technology um, to monitor and to, um, you know, produce. The, the technology that you're gonna makes
1: make, it make. easier.
3: Yeah. Yeah, because the,
1: the the technology has improved. You don't have to do some of the things Absolutely. we were doing.
3: When I was a DJ, I mean, shit. I mean, <laughs> you know, and, and sound clearly is important to me. Um, the stuff I had to go through to create good sound not every place that I I played because I was although I did play in certain clubs every now and then when I had the opportunity I was never like a staple a stable DJ at you know this is where I play every whatever you know mm-hmm. I would get called up by DJs who knew me as a DJ and say yo Jay come on come on you know like that um but mostly I did p- private parties and events you know Mm-hmm. So every venue was different and required something different, you know, in terms of sound. So I would have to do multiple sound checks. Sound, you know, you, it could sound perfect in a room with nobody in it. And then when people start coming and bringing their bodies, bodies and, and their own noises and sounds, you want to make sure, and you also want to make sure that your sound is appropriate mm-hmm. for what's going on at the event you you know um and um i dig that not being uh what do you call it uh a a request person i i would prefer you know when whenever i would play um but because i did a lot of events for people if the, if they were you know coming to me asking for um, particular things, I would always try to, you know, do whatever it was that they wanted, see how the crowd liked it. And if the crowd went along with it, I would change my vibe. I I think I was always a vibe person too. Um, so I would go along with the vibe of the event and the people and you know, see how people are doing and what they're doing, what, what's going on. Right. Um, DJing, like any other thing, is like any other art, is, it? you know, it's uh, contingent upon who you are, what you like, and who you are performing for or creating for or the vibe, you know, you're trying to create what you're trying to make.
2: So, yeah.
3: Yeah, I was really not you know, a request guy. Yeah. I, I and and back in the day if if um if I could help it, you but you know what changed that for me? Listen. One time I was doing a party, I cannot remember where I was. I just remember it was like it was a private party at a hall somewhere. And somebody had come and asked me to play something and I was like, I'm not playing that
2: shit. I was like
3: well I wasn't playing it cuz it just did not fit the vibe. It did not fit my vibe, it did not fit the flow. Everybody was up and dancing. And see you later, LaVon. See you, babes. It didn't it didn't flow with what, you know, was going on. Then this lady came up to me slipped me $50 back then. That was <laughs> And asked me to play something by Diana Ross. I don't remember. It was like the whatever. She had this new song out that hadn't really caught on. Like it wasn't very popular. However, I had it. That lady played me $50. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) Diana Ross got played, okay? (laughs) So I was like, you know. And she danced to it and and got other people to dance to it because it wasn't really popular, but she danced to it and she pulled up her people and they all started dancing to it and people started getting in the vibe. And I put some, so a little bit of jungle beat up under it to make it a little more funky for what was going on. You know, that's the other thing you, you, you gotta know, know music you got to know music you got to know like you know your bpm's, BPMs. And, and and people talk about bpm's now because of technology bpm's every song every album has always had bpm's it's just a matter of you listening the difference between now and then is before you had to listen for the bpm and figure out you know, the proximity to other songs that you had, other music that you had, you know, whether it would match that. And that's why, you know, I think we were talking before and I said, I used to practice and rehearse because I was always into matching BPMs, you mm-hmm. know, um, and rhythms and, and, um,
1: and by BPMs, we mean beats per minute,
3: right? Sorry. And um, also messages, if there was, if there was a theme, if I if I felt something and wanted to convey a message, sometimes I did that shit intentionally and people either got it or they didn't, you know? Um mm-hmm.
1: That's funny, Larry, uh, you could always tell what mood he was in by what he was playing.
3: Yeah, absolutely. And and I'm I'm still that way. I'm still that way. If people listen closely. Like for instance, today I was playing some nostalgic shit. Just mm-hmm. right here. You know? Rock Creek Park. that's circa nineteen seventy five. What? You know, so you know, I'm longing for some of that
1: stuff from nineteen seventy five. That was, you know, it, it brings, you know, what it is, um, because uh, people often say, oh, it's, you know, yeah, I. It's not like I don't like top forty, but you know, top forty, I, I'm still selective about my top forty because honestly, a lot of it is just. Political play and they're not really great records. They're they're saturated records that you hear all the time and you think you like them, but you really don't. You just that's the only thing you hear. Those are commercial radio records mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that do well because of repetition and spins. Um, and it's really not about art because there are quite a few artists you know that I absolutely love um, that don't get played. You know, um, and then you know, for me. What I like is is um, it bring with the feelings it brings back and they provoke, you know.
3: Yep, yep, absolutely. Oh.
1: Um. And I like instruments, so most times when I'm hearing things, you know. And shout out to Crystal Atmosphere who came by the lounge last night um, and hung out with me for a bit. She and she and Pastor Kevin Taylor came through there always a treat. Um,
3: Kevin E. Taylor. Kevin E. Taylor, yes.
1: The, the majestic being that he is, um, came by and, and hung out with me for a bit at True Lounge. And we sat and listened to music. And, you know, and I always love a singer-singer when they're in the room and hear different things because, you know, different music, you know. Like, I always love when you're in the room, Javon, because you, you you're a music junkie.
3: I am know? a junkie. I am. Yes, yes. Um yes. Elisa asked me whether or not I make my own music and I am going to play a little song for you that Therese likes to sing and pop. A song oh. that a
2: Hold song on, that on, I on. wrote. <laughs> you ready? You ready? Yeah. <laughs> Silky smooth in the house. I must admit that I've been checking you out all night. I see who you're chilling with, and I must admit I'm surprised. See a woman like you should be chillin with someone like me. I gotta (laughs) (laughs)
1: so the answer to your question
2: and that's the
3: awesome
1: pop must not have been listening
3: no he left, he left a while ago he said he had to take his niece to see a Broadway play do it pop, that's what you do with the youngins yes, nice such a Scorpio, that's that's what you have to say about that Elisa okay, that's true (laughs) um, yeah Yeah, that's the ooh ah song. That's the ooh ah song, and the backing vocals, Kimberly, is me and Cheryl Barclay, who is one singing angelic voice. That she is.
4: Shout out to Cheryl Barclay.
3: Shout out to Cheryl Barclay. Um, yeah i I don't typically sing (laughs) because I'm not really. It's hard for me to keep my ear but um when i sing but i can hear it's so funny that how i am with music and sound like and singing and that's the, and that's that
1: therein lies what i'm talking about yeah there there are it, sound is very tricky yes. and it's not it's not universal like it's not um the understanding of such is not universal
3: exactly you know? because like, and, can and i can music. i can even hear myself going off key I can hear harmonies and create harmonies but I can't sing them. It's ridiculous.
2: Mm-hmm. It's
3: like it's, it's very frustrating to like Cheryl because I'll tell her, Okay, um, no, I, I need you to whatever I need her to do. She'll mm-hmm. she'll do I'm like, No, 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 that's not exactly it. I need you to blah blah blah, she'll do it and then I say, Okay, let's let's um let's put it down and then I fuck up my part. <laughs> like I'm like, okay, could you sing my part again? <laughs> you know, because like, I can't do it. You know, could you do that? But sometimes I got get lucky. Like on that song, I was able to hold my own with respect. Ooh. Sing it, Red. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Give it to me, give it
2: to me, girl. Ooh.
3: Yep. Shout out to Peggy Miller. I, I I actually wrote that song for an event Peggy Miller was um giving. Peggy Miller. And um I wanted to serenade all the femme women in the house. Uh, and so oh,
1: speaking of serenading femme women, Miss Teresa's got a little treat going on over at the Robert Treat this weekend. I think it's Sunday is her is her, um is her ball for well it's not a ball actually, it's a, a fashion show. An A G fashion show. Oh, it should be a Therese. So if you guys are in the area, go get your ticket over there or go to her page. I think she's Miss Teresa NJ on uh Instagram. Shout That's out to Miss Teresa. Yeah, they giving uh they're giving, a, they're giving a, an AG, uh an A G uh A G fashion show. We got booklets you know she always she always gets it going over there yeah shout out to the she's got the key
3: exactly so everybody whatever you do um for the remainder of your weekend please enjoy it i understand the weather will be nice and um you know that's 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 all i got right now yeah don't take no wooden nickels
1: yeah you know, We will in them screens Stay up and stay hyper vigilant.
3: That's it. And and stay hydrated. hydrated. That's, That's important too. Love y'all.
2: Peace. Peace. What's up, y'all? This is Dawn Robinson, formerly of In Vogue and Lucy Pearl, and you're in the basement with Javon and Therese. my girls. <laughs> I love you, y'all.
4: I'm at brunch in the basement with uh, Terez and Siobhan. (laughs) Stay here, stay here with me. Stay
2: here, (laughs) stay here with me. Stay here, stay here with
3: me. Still in the basement, no longer alone. With my homegirl Terez on the microphone. Music politics are just chatting it up. Brunch in the basement, see, that's what's up. You never know who might run through. Legendary artists or someone brand new. You miss a lot when you miss one day. At least that's what I heard somebody say. But it doesn't really matter what whoever says. It's
4: always a good show. With Javon to rest. Yeah.
2: Brunch in the basement. With Javon and to Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: Come on, everybody's a friend in my head. I already know everybody. <laughs> <Everybody's awesome. laughs> one day I'll tell you about me and Shaka Khan, but, you know. Oh. I do <laughs> yeah, but she doesn't know anything about it. But anyway, <laughs> no, she doesn't. She just she wasn't even there actually. But anyway, all of business though, Jay. I'm
4: gonna send y'all something. You. I'll definitely get an address. I'll send y'all some.
3: You can send me some cologne. cause I mean <laughs> you know. <Make> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: I just in case that.
3: I should meet I want to smell really, you know, oh, nice. God. Oh God!
2: <laughs> okay, donkey donkey, babe, whatever you
3: say. so and we thank you for that. Thank
4: you. Well,
3: thank you. This part, that little piece, I'm just going to keep and play it all the time for myself. Thank you. But no, I'm just using. <laughs>